Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. showing of the cult show which is also the only showing the only showing yeah one hour earlier but we are fresher we are what yeah. not as spoiled and smelly not as rotten nope yeah. all the good things and you just start an hour early yep yeah so what's going on what are we doing tonight uh tonight we are talking about in the mouth of madness that's right it's a good thing john I carpenter it. yeah yeah but jc the JC, the only one. <laughs> the only one, indeed. Yeah. And then uh, and we're playing a game after, yeah? Oh, my God. We're playing a fan favorite game. A fan. That's a fan favorite and cult show favorite game. The um, We don't really have a name for it. It's the one where people draw. The drawing game. The drawing game. The drawing okay. game. There yeah. you go. Excellent. The, Back dr- to the, the drawing of the three. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King. That's great. <laughs> that's great. I knew that. I yeah. know. So I now know. we're going to need a new bumper, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get right on that. The show's over. Piece of cake. All right. Tommy. Tommy loves to draw. He's in the chat. And Tommy is a very, very talented artist. Yeah. They sent us some pictures. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of chat. Oh, you can send us anything, including money. We'll take it. <laughs> Furbies. Are you Whatever. allowed to send money in the mail? Is that a, can you do that? Send cash in the mail? My grandma used to. Well, you? Yeah, that's what grandmas do. Put it on a card. Pretend you're a grandma. It's fine. Pretend I'm a grandma. Just right on the front. Please. There's cash in here, and I'm 85 years old. I don't know any better. Sorry. <laughs> Love Nana. Yeah. That would go great. Uh, so, in the studio audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's full, it's full we've house. We've got producer Scott. Hello. Notice how I didn't say running things? Mm-hmm. That's because we've got assistant producer Haley the Baker oh, running things today. We're training. We're training people. I know. We're starting I like know. a franchise. Oh my god, it's there an MLM. And then you like <laughs> and then you graduate to the next thing, and then eventually you get to be the host, and then eventually you get your own show. You and it only costs you Yes. $5,000. That's all it costs. $5,000, yes. You two yeah. can join our intern program. Yeah. The pyramid screen. And that's 5000 That's, that's 5000 each, by the way, not one right. shot. So. Yeah, for each of us. Yes. Here. Correct. Yeah. So, culture.com, <laughs> find out all about our pyramid <laughs> endeavors. <That> slash shop. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just pick a movie for. <laughs> for 75 we'll call it. <laughs> Uh, also in the studio, we've got Vanilla Ken joining us. Vanilla's in the house. And we've got a birthday boy. It's a birthday. Right. Tomorrow. My, t- yeah, tomorrow. But Reverend Michael B., happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Yay. You know, happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. We wish you a happy gonna birthday. Na, 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 na. Woo! There you go. All right. I don't uh, like Chevy's. <laughs> <laughs> we've had business meetings in Chevy's. We have. We have. We like Chevy's. Chevy's is great. Chevy's is great. Yeah. Sponsor us. We just don't like the birthday flan. No, let's get the flan. What the hell is flan? No. Oh, it's, it's a, supposed to be good. Flan, flan is fucking awesome. What are you talking flan. about? Flan. 
Oh, producer Scott. Uh, agree to disagree, producer Scott. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, hey, everyone, have a darn good happy Friday. Happy birthday, yeah. Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. Do you want me to do chat? Oh, there are people in the chat. <laughs> oh, we didn't do that yet? Uh, no. That Never was, mind. That was, that I thought we were done. <laughs> I'll go peep quickly, though. No, no, do uh, Pod people of the future, thank you very much. Thank you, pods. Uh, we have Miss Movie Buff Laura, Mindy Horror Movie Addict, Mark Visions Truth, and Tommy Levette. Hello, friends. Cheers, if I friends. Thank missed you for anyone here. else, speak up. This time. <laughs> <laughs> Are we what? back? <laughs> yeah. Are we back? And, oh, oh. and I, we also, you know who we haven't said thank you to in a while? Who? The turkey lurkies. Oh, the turkey lurkies. Turkey the turkey lurkies. lurkies who don't like to participate, which is totally fine. This is not required to pass the course. Like, you don't have to participate. You actually have a lot of turkey lurkies today. But we yeah, appreciate I love turkey lurkies. We appreciate you. I, I turkey do. lurk at, at, on other people's channels, so we love you, Turks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thanks for lurking. Ah, cheers. All right. Caress our like button. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> Would it kill you to subscribe, sons of bitches? <laughs> you, yeah, you guys act like pushing that button is going to like... What? Like cause a launch nuclear war? Yeah. It's not the code. You're not like Mar-a-Lago here with all these codes. I mean, it's just, you know. I sent you guys the meme, if you guys haven't seen it, where it's like Mar-a-Lago and there's a spirit coming soon. Spirit so, Halloween. Yeah. God, I love anything, any meme like that where you put the spirit. Because if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Isn't there one with like Bernie Sanders sitting outside? Yeah. There? There's a million with spirit. Yeah. I love the spirit we, memes. We love the spirit memes. And I love Absolutely. spirit Halloween. I love the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we all do. And there, do. I just want that film to be cute that's coming out. I just want it to be cute. I want to have a good time. I'm uh, gonna, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I mean, you've seen Christopher Lloyd recently. He looks like the the mascot of Spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, the last movie I saw him in was a. That's few a Neil years opinion ago. only. <laughs> yeah, I think he looks perfect. Yeah. So we want to talk about things. Yeah. What have you been doing? Um, there's only one thing that matters, and that is that the family, the family here, the gang took a little trip, and we saw Alanis and. Garbage. Alanis Morissette said, garbage in San Francisco. And it was fucking awesome. It was, as I would describe it, a spiritual experience. Mm, yeah. um, I thought it was so fantastic. And both of them were amazing. But I love Alanis. That was my first CD I ever bought. Oh, wow. Producer wow. Scott's first CD he ever bought, too. So Dang. it was a very full circle moment. Awesome. And she's glorious. And garbage, of course. Yeah. Fucking fire. That's all that matters. That's that all like that matters. That's a fun that I show. Do. I had such a good time. Me too. We had so much fun. And we had, oh my God, you yeah, should tell me we had the, the tacos. tacos. <laughs> we had our first Trejo's tacos, and we all love Danny Trejo. Yep, we do. Yeah, and they were so good. He even had a vegetarian one for me. Danny made a vegetarian taco for me. Yep, he was in their back. He yeah. Said, he said, oh, Sandra's You got it, Coach Sandra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was horrible. But. You know what that sounded like? <laughs> it sounded pretty good. It also sounded a little Marlin, a little like could have been the contender. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I didn't want to do the accent because I didn't yeah, want yeah, yeah, that yeah, to yeah, be. Exactly. So. Not, a, not a good you know, I went for the rasp, not the. You nailed the rasp. There you go. Raspberry. It was a fun time. Yeah. We had a great that time. That was so, yeah, so much, such It a was time. so cool just to see something that, like, for 20 plus, 25 plus years that you've been listening to and hearing, and then you get to see the person live in front of you. And yeah. 
And they're still great. They still yeah. sound amazing. Yeah. You know, that's and the crowd the thing. was really cool. Everybody yeah, was just hella cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was fun. I agree. Charming show. Charming. Charming. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, okay. I am reading a book called Red Shirts by John Scalzi. If you get the reference, yes, it is about that. It is great. Um, love it. Just tearing through it. Just reading whenever I can. Never yeah. leaves my hand. It's in my back, back pocket right now. You're anxious to leave I'll be, this If you recording. see me down like this, it's because yeah. I'm reading a quick chapter. Yeah, I, so. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, watched Prey on Hulu. Oh. The biggest premiere of anything yeah. ever on Hulu. Uh, I thought it was pretty damn good. I really liked it. I'm really hopeful to watch it this weekend because I've been. This is one of my most anticipated. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to get on it before like too much shit yeah. was out there. So why um, do you think they didn't go theatrical with it? That's the one thing that kind of pisses me off about it because I think it it would have been even better yeah. sitting in a large auditorium with kick-ass sound and having yeah. people react to everything. And I've heard nothing but good it's, things. It's great. It's great. Do you guys think, and I'm going to be controversial, I'm going to throw it out there, okay. that it was because it was starring a woman and she's not white and she's mm-hmm. not known that they were like, let's not take a risk. I've heard it's rumblings. Possible, I've heard rumblings but... and I just... I don't know. The good news is um, we know a few people who might be able to show it in a really big room with a large screen. (laughs) So if you want, if you want to see it on a big screen, I'm sure you can find somebody who can do that for you. Mm. I don't know who those people would be because Fox probably wouldn't let us do that or anyone do that. Well, and I'm really happy that if that's the reason why people were nervous to put it on the big Mm. screen, that it had such a great debut. Yeah. um, I I would also just like to, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think a thing now is just that they are making movies specifically to play on those streaming channels now. And unfortunately... You know that sucks for Neil and I because this is our business. But um, I, I think it would would have done well because I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think these guys, the Disney's, whoever, are still going to always throw a few out there like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I don't, maybe they really thought it wasn't going to do that well, so they put it there. I don't know, but yeah. who knows these days. Hmm. No. Well, I mean, I, go watch it. You heard it here, not first. <laughs> go, go rent a theater from your local movie theater and then play the film in it, like there Scott was suggesting. Yeah. yeah, do that because your theaters will pay the film rental like they're supposed to. I, I, they sure. absolutely will. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, okay. Well, uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, all that matters. Um, <laughs> so I real quick, uh, American Horror Stories. I'm still going through, which is awesome. I yeah. need to get into that. You yep. need to get into that. Yeah, I'm just late, but late. I always love it. Yeah, you'll like it. It's great. Um, more importantly, can I share something with you guys that happened to me a couple of days ago? Please, this is a safe space. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, there's going to be some foul language in the upcoming story that we're going to discuss. Do you promise? I, I promise. <laughs> I have to promise. Uh, so uh, parents, please, you know, cover your kids' ears if you must or whatever. Um yeah. But Michael, earmuffs. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Okay. A couple days ago, I went out to lunch with a friend uh, downtown Santa Rosa. We were started to walk back. We were on 4th Street in downtown Santa Rosa. And a woman kind of approached us and basically said, looked at my friend who happens to be a female, and, and um, went, you're going to heaven. 
And she looked at me and said, you're going to hell. <laughs> and I went, and we were both like, okay. And she's like, no, no, you're going to heaven, and you're going to hell. And I was like, I know, I agree with you. Yeah. And she's like, no, motherfucker, you're going to hell. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I get it, lady, as we're walking, right? Like, it's and fine. So we're trying to walk, you know, and she's kind of like behind us now. And she's like, no, that's right, you can say all you want. She's going to heaven, you're going to hell. You and your big nose, motherfucker, you're going to hell. Fuck you! Screaming at me. So, anyway, so I'm walking away going like, damn, she nailed me! She doesn't know who I am! Doesn't know who I am! And she got, like, got me, like, boom. Like, I just got a psychic reading for free, I don't know what it is. The hell part, that's fine. The help part, we're uh, counting on. We're right. counting on going to hell. Most of us here are on this show. She have to bring looks into it. Uh, she did apparently. So I don't know. I she could just see the future. I'm like I don't know what it Maybe. was. But the, so no. the whole day I'm like sitting after we're sitting at my desk. I'm like God, that lady just like she just like got me by looking at you walking down the street. I'm just like man, yeah. she's like a, well, a sage was, or something. Is, is, it was your friends knows what gets her into heaven? <laughs> like, I mean, it could be. She's a, she's a very cute girl. I think we need to see know? a chart of like... <laughs> noses. Noses. Yeah. Correlation to where you go to when you, you die. You yeah. Is there a, a nose chart like that? Well, you know what you have to do now? You have to pass it on. And you must scream it. <laughs> and so, determine where they're going. Anyway, I just... I'm sorry, Neil, that, no, no, it's okay. No, they shouldn't I, have said that. I want to text nose. you guys so bad right after that. You know what you should have brought out your phone and so, phoned her. I know. It was so, it was like, I don't yeah. know. Because you don't know if she's going to get violent. So we're, you know, because it was getting pretty heated. Yeah. The way she was screaming. As we got yeah. further away, she was screaming louder. Yeah. I mean, literally by the end, she's like, F you, like top of her lungs. So people were like, whoa, what's going on? Like, what did they so, do to that Yeah. One? No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> they probably figured, like, yeah. Wow. You should have filmed it, man. You I would. I would love it if anyway. you got a text and you're like, I got into a fight. With who? Some lady on the street. <laughs> Probably kicked my butt. <laughs> you be shoving your friend in front of you like meat shield, meat shield. <laughs> Defend my honor. Anyway, so I'm waiting to see if there's a hex upon my <laughs> my house. Upon your house, yeah. Yeah. I don't see anything. anything. Am I okay? Am I clear? No, I don't see anything. Uh, that was the funnest thing that happened to me this week. Yeah. Um, Portugal. I want to say hi to Portugal still because oh, yeah. Portugal has been keeping our podcast up in the um, the rankings. Oh, thank so you. thank you, Portugal. Yeah, thank you. You guys are awesome. Can we do a live show in Portugal. I'm for it. Yeah. Our next oh, our next go. vlog. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> God, surprise vlog. Portugal. Portugal That'd be amazing. Yeah. Let's go for it. Have we talked about the show Nichols yet? No, that wasn't right. Because she passed away like the day like. No, it was... It was after our last show, yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah, it was after our last yes. show. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I just wanted to bring her up real quick. And she is a rad, classy woman, and it's a bummer. Yeah. It is. Very nice woman. Yeah, very nice. Michael's met her. Yeah. yeah. But, she, you know, she had a good full life, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Olivia Newton-John as well passed away, which yeah. I've been telling these guys has been hitting too me. Too young. Too, oh, for sure too young. Yeah. yeah. No question. So, um... Yeah. But there's this, you know, one of those, again, one of those people, you just grow up and they're always there. Like, always, you know, doing movies, music, everything. So, yeah. Right. Sucks to get old. 
That's going to be me when Fred Durst dies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. He was he was always there for he you. Was always, so. Fred was always there. <laughs> Fred was always there. Uh, and then, let's see. Um, wait a minute. Do you guys... Do you guys smell something? Um, I'm pretty uh, sure... It's a little... Wait. What the funk? Oh my god. What is happening? What? It's what the funk? Wow. <laughs> Feel free to dance. I know, right? I, I, I want to make sure everybody's hearing the music, I, I and just, it's not just in my head. I just want to go, uh. <laughs> So our newest segment, entitled What the Funk. This is a surprise segment. Yeah, I told, I'm sorry, I told other folks you weren't. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't tell me. It's more me. importantly that you're surprised. And I was surprised because I wasn't expecting you to bring in the noise and bring in the funk <laughs> today. So, what the funk? We're going to talk about a few news stories that are just totally out there, totally bizarre. Okay. I love it. You know, All right. Yes. All right. Number one, um, did you guys hear that <laughs> scientists have found that pigs can breathe through their buttholes? Apparently, by inserting and <laughs> shooting oxygen and oxygenated liquids into through the the butthole of the pig and into their intestines, the pigs stayed alive while not taking any oxygen in through their lungs. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that to the pigs? I'm like, okay, so I guess you guys have cured cancer. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, you're all so. Yeah, there's bored. nothing else important out they there. They need to like. Pigs. Oxygen and to a pig. Yeah, that's fucking, okay. That well, is that's upsetting on many levels. So not only are they saying, but, but they're saying that could also work for humans. Why like, though? Because people who might have respiratory issues, possibly, or problems with breathing the normal way, possibly could be kept alive through an insert through the meal. <laughs> this is how naked lunch starts, people. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Just saying. <laughs> I guess it's okay to feel complicated about things. <laughs> That's why we say, what the funk? Uh, did you guys hear that Fancy Feast is opening a restaurant that serves human food inspired to show cat owners how their cats experience eating? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Say that again. Fancy Feast, right? the, the, cat. the cat food brand, sure. is going to open a restaurant for humans that serves human food, but the food is inspired by Fancy Feast. Fancy feast. But it's not the it, pate. So it's no. like ch well, it chicken be. and liver or... <laughs> They yeah. didn't say exactly what kind of food it's going to be because that was I was trying to figure okay. out as well. But it's basically it's for humans, but so, it's inspired <laughs> so you know what your cat, you know, is experiencing while they eat cat food. I feel like there's something missing here because people already know what it feels like to go to a restaurant. Most of us, but not what it feels like to eat like your cat. So you don't use utensils. It's medieval times. I don't. They're know. opening a medieval. Times. You might use your fingers. You might have to. Yeah, who knows. Well, I'm pro-cat. I'm so pro-cat that I'm just, I want to go. Can yeah. I bring my cat? You, I, I don't, probably, I don't know. Or well, maybe they'll have cats there, like a cat cafe? Maybe. Yeah. That'd be so adorable. <laughs> and they should give money to charity. <laughs> they should do that. 
we know some certain charities that would be worthy. Yeah. Give money to cats. <sighs> uh, what the funk, fancy feast. <laughs> yeah. With more details I needed. Know. Pretty soon Meow Mix is going to be making, like, shaped food. <laughs> yeah, but Meow Mix has got to get in on this. Where's Purina in this? <laughs> They're all going to start doing it. Yeah. All right, and then finally, um, did you guys hear that the Earth just mysteriously, mysteriously, if I could talk correctly, spun um, slower, causing the shortest day ever recorded? So on June 29th... I did hear this. Did you? They clocked in at 1.59 milliseconds shorter than 24 hours. Well, that's kind of disturbing, yeah. That's right, and they don't know why. (laughs) They don't know why it happened, but it it is the fastest Mm -hmm. time recorded, you know, fastest day basically recorded since the atomic clock was invented. In the 60s. This is is probably a bad thing. (laughs) uh, Probably bad. I don't know. This feels like it has repercussions. It could. So y'all remember our meeting spot (laughs) when the Armageddon (laughs) happens? If you know, you know. The real ones know. (laughs) Okay. So that's, um, yeah, they don't know why. But they're just like, you know, it could be because sometimes, uh, you know, the earth isn't a perfect sphere. It's It's got little, you know, wobble or bumps and grooves. Yeah. So maybe something speeds up, slows down. The gravitational pull of the moon, they don't know. What it could It was the first call. experiment of using the rotation of the Earth as a power source. I'm here first to say it. Okay. Buy that. All right. I, I buy it, producer Scott. That's good. Okay. Um, that's it, guys. That is a oh, that's all the funk. called What the Funk. It's all the funk that you get. I'm going to do this all night long. It's all the funk you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then finally, new subscriber alert. You drew a picture. <laughs> you drew a little dog and a little cat. They're going to the Fancy Feast restaurant. They're <laughs> going together. <laughs> new subscriber alert. J.P. Jenkins and George Ledoux. Thank you, guys. Maybe Thank that's why guys. people don't want to subscribe. They don't want us to read their names. <laughs> you think that's what it is? <laughs> they're like, oh, no, they're going to read my name. And they're going to say it weird. If we, if we stopped, we'd have like a million subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a shot. Give it a I shot. I mean, it's, it's easy to test. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> and yet we are creatures of habit, so probably not. <laughs> we at The Cult Show promise if you subscribe to us in the next two weeks, we will not say your name on the next episode. Uh-oh. So, so, so get your subscription in now. It's, this is your safe time. This is your mm. safe I space. I like saying their name, so. Now it's out there, though. How about a movie review? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi. Does someone Hi. want to pour Neil a new beverage? <laughs> okay, welcome back. We're going to talk Thank about you. 1994's In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, Scott unplugged something. No, we're good. No, we're good. Okay, it's fine. Um, In the Mouth of Madness, 1994, John Carpenter film. Supernatural horror film. Written by Michael DeLuca. It stars Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Me, Sam Neill. Julie Carmen, Jurgen Prochnow, David Warner, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, and Charlton Goddamn Heston. <laughs> Neil. Damn you! Neil stars Neil. as John Trent, an insurance investigator who visits a small town while looking into the disappearance of a successful author of horror novels and begins to question his sanity as the lines between reality and fiction seem to blur. Um, 
Wikipedia would also like you to know, though a lot of us do know this, but maybe you don't. This is considered uh, part of John Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy, which yeah. also includes The Thing and Prince of Darkness. Yes. So there you have it. Thank you, Wikipedia. You're welcome. <laughs> Give me a dollar for looking at this. <laughs> no, do crossing that out because I found that note too. <laughs> if, you, if you do use Wikipedia, give them money. No. Um, we picked this film because David Warner passed away. David Warner, yes. And we've talked about him in a few other things. Yeah, we have. Yeah. My beloved waxwork. Right. My beloved waxwork. The, the omen. omen. My, un- yep. my my unbeloved. <laughs> <laughs> That's a killer scene, though. Yeah. It's a great scene. It's a great, and, great literally. scene. Literally. And Neil's favorite film, Titanic. <laughs> he was in that. I blacked that out. Like, I, yeah. yeah. There's literally like a three and a half hour black spot it's, in my mind. It's just in your mind. It's just redacted. Redacted. That's why you're going to hell, Neil. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. You defy James Cameron. You're going to hell. <laughs> How dare you? No blue people for you. That just means James Cameron controls. Yeah, it means he's gone. (laughs) He doesn't want you because you didn't see his movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like the Saint Peter. Anyway. Um, so we we were like, let's let's do this because we haven't done this movie and it's been a while. So I hadn't seen this since I rented it from my local video store when I was a child. Um so I was kind of like, I remembered, you know, oh, it's about books. You know, which is cool. I love I love books. I freaking love books. And you know, I remember there was like things I didn't understand at the time. Now having more of a you know education in H.P. Lovecraft and Eldritch Horror, you know, so it's kind of come full circle. So watching it last night, I was like, God damn, I really like this movie. Oh, I do. I really like it. And producer Scott was like, this movie's awesome. And I think Haley liked it. First timer. Yeah. I think if you're a book person, and especially if you're into kind of that cosmic horror, it might kind of like kind of speak to you. Because we don't have a lot of movies that kind of deal with the cosmic horror side of stuff. Um, Sam Neill's an interesting dude. But um, when you yeah. say cosmic horror, what would that like the H.P. Lovecraftian eldritch horror gods of you know from lost under the earth and in time and space (laughs) Pennywise is you know he's kind of an eldritch Mm. dude yeah okay yeah Uh, Cthulhu very Mm. famous from H.P. Lovecraft absolutely yeah so um, I think there's you know a bit of cheesiness with this film and you know a little bit of that 90s but it's also kind of hard because it's a lot of the movies that I grew up renting, mm. you know, and they'd been out for a while by the time I watched them. But for me, they were still old. Okay. And so there's kind of like, it has a little of that 90s horror movie nostalgia on it for me. Yeah. Mm. I take it you guys did not like it from the <laughs> silence. No, I, after I even, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it would, no. Um, I... <laughs> to, to quote, to, to, no, to quote you uh, when we reviewed uh, Dragon Slayer, it was, <sighs> yeah, like I felt like it was a great idea. Yes. I felt like it would get right up to the line and then it would just stop and move on to something else. And it just it just never gave me that, uh, you know. That thing, whatever that thing yeah, was, uh, I'm not a I'm not a filmmaker, so I don't know what that thing is. But you're a film watcher, <laughs> so your point is valid. So I, I just I th- I thought it was all right, but 
definitely not great. I definitely did not love it. Ah, I, I don't like it. What about you? Yeah, I had the same opinion, honestly, this time that I did the first time I watched it, which was back in 90-whatever it was. Four. Back in the day. Yeah. So, which is just a... Yeah, you know, I just feel that it... Like a lot of Carpenter films. Neil hates just, John Carpenter. He, <laughs> I'll say it every fucking time. I feel like he just... God, it's almost like someone... Someone puts, like, a two-by-four in the road in front of him and, like, you know, like, secures it down, and then every time he walks or runs, he hits it, and then he stumbles, and he just can't get back up. I can't follow your metaphor. I was, like, wondering, like, yeah. where the fuck are you going with where? this? I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm going to hell. I can't help it. So, I just, yeah, it just... It doesn't get there. It's just for something about it to me, it just doesn't get to that now, level that I what I want. There's things in it. You're like, okay, this is great. This is gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, th- and then it just like, yeah. yeah. And it just, no, and that's oh, the thing. Like, I love wow. the whole like, wow. Sort of not comparison, not comparison to Stephen King, you know, uh-huh. yes, Sutter yes. Kane, and yeah. you know the, the 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 what's the town called Hobbs. Hobbs, uh, and Hob Hobbs Nob Bluff or, Hobbs. It's called Hobbs Knob. You know, and I felt like that was like a, a, ca- a Castle Rock, yeah. you know, yes. type of thing. Yeah, Dairy and, Castle and I just Rock, wanted, yeah. like, I just wanted more. Something, yeah, something I didn't get. Wow. And this was a first time viewing for me as well. I'd, I'd never seen this movie before. Oh, okay. Just heard about it, seen the poster, I mean, and but I, never watched. Interesting. Like, all the Lovecraftian elements of the film right like I love that yeah you know and I'm like it's an homage in the title yeah Yeah. and I'm so I'm like I'm soaking all that in and it's great and some of the practical effects you know that they're going along with that oh very practical are great but then it's like there's not enough of it and then it's like you know it's like a lot of like the quick cuts yeah you know oh Neil hates quick cuts (laughs) (laughs) that's true though I'm saying if your stuff is good enough like in the thing right okay then like show it yeah, you don't right. have to cut away. You don't have to keep cutting. But in the 90s is what they were doing, right? They were cutting. Yeah. They were being quick and flashy. and. <laughs> Sam but, I mean, it was like it was like K&B doing the practical effects, though. They it's were, like, yeah. You know, like, show it. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Yeah, but a little bit of the, of this whole book, and the, well, I mean, the whole story is the horror you don't see, right? So, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it kind of fits. Okay. I well, take us through, Sandra. Take us through. Right, yeah. Okay, well, Let's I'm go. Zardoz us. I didn't I hate it. That's, well, I'm yeah. glad you didn't hate yeah. it. Yeah. That'd be kind of sad. Yeah. And Dragon Slayer, that's the one I didn't love because they made the dragon the bad guy, right? And she was just defending her nest. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, that was, that was you know and what? They, and they killed her babies. I want to go back. I, I want to go back to that because actually Kelly, Kelly, yeah, yeah. and I had a big conversation about that not that long ago because she's like, have you ever seen Dragon Slayer? And I'm like, hi, we reviewed it on the cold show. And she was like, okay. What the fuck, though? They went into her house. I'm like, they're fucking colonizers. They went into her house, her land, and took... Yeah. I'm sorry. We need to... I didn't get mad enough about that. So... Damn. Now, like now I regret bringing it up. Yeah. It was just funny because, literally like... just unbanned that one. <laughs> literally just unbanned it last week. Yeah. So... I know. That was a banned one. I oh, yeah. The it's, other one was. It's banned. Um, so... 
Please, I hope you liked the opening music. I loved the opening and ending. Oh, you mean the Enter the Sandman ripoff? Yes. That was an Enter Sandman ripoff. Oh, that was totally an Enter the Sandman ripoff. No. Fuck the which Sandman. Which I had read. Yeah, which She doesn't even know the Sandman. Which I had read they... Um, he had wanted Enter Sandman as the opening song. Oh, but yeah. But Lars said, no. Oh, what is it? Metallica said, no, give me more money. What a shock. I would have thought that John Carpenter would have been like, I'm writing this myself. Well, he did write. And he did. I know. He is a a co-writer of that song, but it is a, I don't know if you want to call it an homage or ripoff. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's not like enough to be like a vanilla ice under pressure thing. Yeah. Well, that was just a straight sample of (laughs) the original source material. But as soon as I heard it. You said what now? Yeah. No, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh my god, that's just Ender Sandman without the lyrics. <laughs> Wait, while a DJ revolves it? That, that ice? That anyway, ice, okay. that ice, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, before we even get too long into the movie, bam, Moses is there. <laughs> Moses. Moses. From Michael Deadhams. <laughs> Charlton Heston. Don't forget Damn Dirty Apes. Damn Dirty Apes. I have that one in here too. I um it's so funny, like I I I don't know when Charlton Heston died, but I feel like it had like was it not long after this? I, I feel like he was, you know, just Can sort of cashing in. I mean he probably wasn't getting uh, he died April fifth, two thousand eight. Now, so he oh, was so still around yeah. for quite a while, but like fourteen years later. Yeah, um, I really enjoy the character of Linda. I really like her. Um, I love how she basically tells John when he's like horror books. She's like, <laughs> I mean, she's basically like, you can't handle horror fiction. You're a little bitch. Go home. Um, Sutter Kane's too sophisticated for your dumb ass. Yeah, I like her a lot. I think she's cool. I like that they call her by her last name for a lot of the film. Me too, because that's something you would traditionally see, like, the, the guy, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, when he's trying to, like, when John's trying to, like, get all up in her grill, she's just like, go away. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to make the moves on her. Oh, yeah. Ugh. At the elevator and everything? Yes. You're like, Which, dude, awkward. <laughs> um, he, so awkward. And she's just like, ah, you're such a loser. And we get to see what, like, a nihilist he is from and I guess like you know he's jaded from you know seeing lots of people pull fast ones and rip companies off and so he's like well we fucked up all the air and water so why not blow ourselves away or whatever he (laughs) says but it's just it made me think like I know that you know we were polluting and people knew about pollution way before 1994 but it's like wow in 1994 and look how little has like Mm -hmm. changed to help our environment yeah you kind of like, damn, Trent might have a point. Oh, my God. And then he drops that zinger on her. You got it on tape? <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> zing, she, like, zing. Oh, She says, like, Sutter Kane. He's like, isn't that the guy who writes that horror crap? <laughs> he said. He's judging us. I know. He's damn. judging our genre. Right there. I Deficit. Films in a deficit. Fuck you, John Trent. You're going to hell. You are going to hell. <laughs> you and your nose. You and your, your crayon you nose. And your New Zealand accent. You and your 90s lighter. How about a lighter? Yeah, you know that was. Those, yeah. those lighters from the 90s? Now it's just click, click, click. A little flame. It's like, yeah. He also had a couple of matches on hand. And as Scott pointed out, like, the man smokes. 
He does. Okay, so that, that was something I noticed. Like, I don't think he smokes in real life because he just doesn't do it very well on yeah. camera. Oh, you He's know, not I don't a smoker. Know. So, Sam Neill. He, like I said, he's an interesting guy. I don't know much about him as like a person, but like you look at like his filmography, so much like it's like very random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like, and I would like to say he's like the type of actor that you know just like really chooses what he's passionate about, even if it's maybe not like the quote unquote right choice. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Very interesting to look at. I mean, he did the dinosaurs. And then <laughs> did them all. He did do them all. Several yeah. times. Remember the movie Restoration? He was in that movie. Okay. He was yeah. in that I weird mean, he was Snow in White Hunt, movie. Hunt for Red October in yeah. like, like what, 90? 90. Yeah. So many different things. He's in a lot of stuff. He did like some weird indie movie that we played at Lakeside called Sirens. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Sirens. There was, <laughs> yeah. There was some nudity. In With that like uh, Elle McPherson. Elle McPherson, yeah. Hugh Grant, I think, was in that also. I think so, too. Were they all just naked all the time? The, the girls were, yeah. Not the Hugh and then Sam? Mm, not that I recall. So there's a lot of nudity in that. And so we got the movie like secondhand. And someone, when we got our print, because it was 35 millimeter at the time, when we got our print, someone had gone through the print and spliced out all of the nude scenes. Well, we cut out all the. (laughs) Did you guys advertise it as like a naked person movie, and then there was no nakedness? No, we didn't. But (laughs) everybody (laughs) that was the whole yeah that was that was the whole. And you didn't screen it first. Well, that once you Mm. get it, it's too late. You know, I mean, mean, you're stuck with it until. No, the studio can get you a new print. But right. Which at the time they probably weren't making because this was like a little yeah. independent film, I if I remember know correctly. Who did that. Who, UA, United Artists, Perverts. <laughs> they did it? Oh, yeah. no, they did Same it. thing with Basic Instinct. When you got Basic Instinct second run, yeah. you know what scene was missing? That one. Uh huh, the one. The Lake Crossing. The thing. Yep. Yeah. So someone's got a freaking thirty-five millimeter. I know a little, a little piece sharing, of, sharing film, <laughs> of film like this oh. big. So yeah. see, you guys are putting it like somebody took it for private use, and yeah. I was saying that they were taking it to be like, um, like an over censorship. Oh no! Like no, you no. don't get to have this because it was, it's sinful. No, I think it. Well, we can't say for I sure, know, but I probably know. because there's a sick. Yeah, perverted. there's like a yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're still out there. I wonder if they're watching. They're probably watching. <laughs> They're in Portugal. Hello, Portugal. <laughs> um, I love all the dreaming stuff. I feel so bad. I feel like I'm talking about all this stuff about the movie, and you guys are just like, yeah. Keep talking. You got the Zardoz. Is it your trick? No. I love all the dreaming stuff. I like stuff. the lighter. <laughs> the 90s lighter. <laughs> I love all the dreaming stuff, the double dreaming, the loose. Oh, yes. Yep. I love all of that. Great practical effects, fun little jump scares in there, too, which I really enjoy. Because that's kind of like when you have a bad dream. Sometimes it is like your own little personal jump scare. Can I can I tell you one of the things I really despise about this film? Please? Well, okay. you got to say something. He... <sighs> This is part of my problem with John Carpenter. Is that sometimes I think he gets lazy. <gasps> Shots fired! Shots fired! Hot take. And in this film, he uses too much loud sounds to scare you, to make you jump, because there's so much. I was watching it, and there's you know like you'll be doing whatever, and there's dialogue, and then all of a sudden, kind of thing. Like scared me. Jesus, criminy. But you just scared me, so it works. <laughs> but but you do but, your scares but really through the happening. storytelling. 
do it through the act. You know what I mean? Don't do it through just, I'm going to throw in a loud music here. I'm going to throw in loud music there. That's lazy. Would we say lazy about John Carpenter? Because I'm just not, not sure. Not about the thing. No. Not about Big Trouble in Little China. No. But a lot of other movies, yes. Hates him. Hates the man. I feel like, I don't know. You know, John Carpenter was going to come on the cult show. He was going to come here, and Neil said, please don't come. <laughs> I did. I don't like, want mm, Nah, thanks. We're okay. <laughs> we don't need yeah, you. We don't need you. Thank you so much. Look, I, I absolutely respect John Carpenter, and I think of he's course. awesome. Of course. And again. Of course. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Halloween. You're not either, ultimately. It's, but it's not my favorite it. franchise. We respect the hell out of it. Yeah. Dean Cundey, we love what he did with it. The Thing is one of the greatest horror films of all time. I would die for The Thing. It was voted as our number one in our 31 horror films of all time. Also, They Live. Also, this. We'll talk about that one later. We did, but... That's not a horror film. film. You must have blocked that one out along with the Titanic, so... Wow. That point being, Big Trouble Little China, that's one of my go-tos. I love that movie. Absolutely. I just feel like there's some that you... No, he did a lot to keep the genre we love alive so I, I think re- respect for and that the, and yeah. his his par- his partner yes. Deborah yes mm-hmm. Deborah rocks yeah um, I mean you know I feel like maybe what after she passed maybe something some of his work maybe you know what I mean might have gone downhill <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you be alone on that opinion I no Halloween is not going to go Deborah down Hill. as my uh, favorite franchise but I love pretty much everything John Carpenter's ever done and right, um, it's bad time to reveal my John Carpenter full back tattoo Did that it? I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like this mosaic of him from infancy till now. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very it, nice. I sat for many hours. <laughs> um, here's something I think we can all agree on. Sure. Those gorgeous 90s horror book covers. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ate it up with a spoon. I love seeing those covers. So nostalgic. Made me think of King yeah, definitely and King. Rice. Yeah. Made me think of Clive Barker. Yeah. 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 Yes, I love I love that big that big font. Well just going into the bookstore when they were you know, and they were like five ninety nine for the picture. Oh my god, yeah. Stop. Like, fuck yeah. me. And people were like, damn, that's too expensive. Yeah. Um but no, that definitely brought back memories of going into like borders or, you know, wherever it used to. Yeah. It broke my heart when he was ripping the covers off, though. Yeah. It's like, no, those are like, those are like priceless. It's Could you beautiful. imagine if you actually had one of those now? Ugh. Yeah. Gary, uh, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Grady Hendrix, paperbacks from hell, all of that. Oh, so good. Even I, Scott, was like, you know, like, dang, dude, you shouldn't be ripping covers off the books. It was kind of cool how it all fit together, though. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. Actually, you're right. That was, There's something, that was a good part of the film. There's something kind of, um, dare I say, noirish, a little yes. jalo. Yep. I would agree with that. About all of this as well. Okay. okay. Um, which I dig. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the most well-versed. In Jello. <laughs> Jello. We should we need to do some of those, huh? Yeah, I, it's not like my area. But I've seen like I've kind of seen like the big ones, you know. But um, we should dive deeper. We should. We should do some. Okay. How about the old lady, the innkeeper? 
Best grandma from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, she had her nude husband uh, <laughs> attached to her leg. Yes. I thought that was fucking awesome. I turned to Scott and I'm like, that was so fucking gross. I loved it. <laughs> That's going to be you, yeah. Scott. Yeah, turn to Scott and said, what's like we do? <laughs> um, she, was actually, cool. she was cool, though, right? Oh, she's fucking awesome. I loved her. I loved her before she was a monster. I loved her after her transformation. <laughs> we never expect the elder to do it. And I love a creepy painting, and I love a painting that changes. That's super spooky it Turns around me. and looks at you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And they had Village of the Damn children running around the oh, whole time. Today is Today's Mommy's Day. day. <laughs> I love those kids and they were all fucked up looking. Oh, they were great. I love creepy kids. Yeah. Um, what, what were they doing to that dog that they were chasing? You don't want to know. Why are put an air up its ass? <laughs> for science. For, yeah. for, for science. <laughs> no, um, don't they show the dog later and it's like missing a leg? I don't know. They probably ate it. <laughs> it's probably all they could catch, and they just got like. Uh, there's actually a Poor lot doggy. of kind of like one-liners in this movie that I really love. Okay, like some shit that you're like, oh, I gotta write that down. I like that. Linda says one, and this is um, paraphrasing. Other people have said things similar to this. Reality is just what we tell each other it is. Okay. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that, and that's a big kind of theme of this book. Right. And I love to think about, like, you know, like I said, a lot of philosophical thinkers and whatnot have thought about that as well. What is reality? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Take that. So Sam Neill is basically an insurance, hired by an insurance company to prove companies are full of crap when there's, an, when there's a claim. People. So the, the publisher hires them to go to Hobbs End to help what, find the guy. When they're driving with the editor, who is Linda? Linda. Linda. What was your last name? Stryker or Stryker? Uh, Styles. Styles. <laughs> Thank you. Styles. 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 Like Styles. from uh, um, Team Wolf. Was his name Styles or is it Shades? Shades. Oh, Styles was a girl. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't either. I, I'm going uh, to hell. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm not even going to so, fact check that for you. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. You're going to hell. Okay. Okay. So, um, Styles is asleep in the car. Why does he pull out, like, a clown horn or a bike horn? Yeah. And why does he have it on him why to begin with? That's the thing. Why yeah. does he have it in his club compartment? Yeah. And he's then he's like, ha, ha, ha. That's so funny. Like, yeah. fuck you. And when you. she throws chips at him, he gets all butthurt. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry. You're the one that started this ridiculousness. But yeah. why do you have that kind of horn in your glove compartment? I, I just oh, like, you know what? In case weird. the car horn breaks. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe it was a rental. Does he have to like put his arm out the window, too, Dude, and let yeah. everyone know he's doing a left and right turn? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's a honk, a honk with the horn? Yeah. What the hell is yeah, that all he's, about? He's a jerk. He's kind of a jerk. Which jerk. is also something I enjoy. You see it more in books, but is a unlikable lead character. Yes. I, yeah. I know, like producer Scott and I dig that, but um, it's a risk in a movie. Yeah. You know it is, but I don't mind it because I'm I'm here for the ride. But yeah, 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 yeah. I do like yeah. a un, unreliable. It, well, not even unreliable, but unlikable. Unlikable. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you talk about the jump scares. That dude on the bike jump scare got me. Holy shit! When he looks like Doc from Back to the Future when he comes riding up. <laughs> And like the worst makeup job Stop. ever. Well, and like just the creepiness of him just like pedaling, you know. <laughs> the se- well, there's the sound yeah. too from the yes. cart and the wheel. And- or like when the kid rides by and she- it looks like Linda's on the back of the bike. Oh, God, that's so creepy. Yeah. 
But yeah, he did, did, didn't he look like Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Well, not you say that. Well, I mean, from the back, yeah. From the front as well. <laughs> like Doc Brown. <laughs> but it wasn't the best makeup job in the world. <laughs> it was a little rough. It was a little rough. Um... <laughs> That was the last thing they do. They yeah. did, and they, it was a rush job. So. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, here for an unholy church every day of the week. Yeah. Do you like that that's like the fortress and all the old gods are like coming through there and he's there with his little typewriter? I don't know. I find it epic. <laughs> I found it epic. I loved it. Yeah. It, was weird that the, it was weird that the typewriter didn't start talking, but. <laughs> well, it also didn't have that mouth. <laughs> But whatever. We're so used to our typewriters <laughs> talking to us now. Yeah. They usually do. They usually do. <laughs> Rub some of that bug powder on. I know. John Carpenter's missed another, <laughs> missed another opportunity. I'm also totally happy with um, when the the madness has spread through the entire town. And that's like when grandma's getting weird and, you know, and all that stuff. Sprouting tentacles. I'm always here for a cult in the streets. Yeah. With their little mob, with their little torches. And then the guy that he had met earlier back in the bar, another great one-liner, he says, reality is not what it used to be. Oh! So so when we first see that guy, though, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll get to what you're pointing at. <laughs> um, so they haven't been infected yet because they're coming to get his son. They come to the church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they got their, it's sort of like a little uh, mob. They're just missing yeah. the pitchforks and the and the torches. Right, they have but guns. But they've got guns, so... Um, but uh, Sutter Kane sick some dogs on him. Yes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got, Scott and I talked about we this. Some, some, we never loved the representation of yeah. yeah. However, um, I think they couldn't get hellhounds, and that was like the idea. Maybe, yeah. maybe. It would have been funnier if they were like cute little floofy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> However, I appreciate. The act, oh, sorry. Well, I appreciate there was like there was like three dogs that they just had keep to keep running showing. around in a circle <laughs> <laughs> to make it seem like there's like twenty of them. We can't get the dogs on set today, so we're just going to reuse the it's footage. It's like a pack. No, uh, so um, I think what Neil was pointing to me about is the, is the the gentleman that played the dad. His name's Wilhelm. Von Ham- Hamburg. Yes, and yes. And he plays Vigo yeah. in Ghostbusters yeah. 2. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, he's always popping up back Vigo. in Vigo. Yep. And I believe this was his last movie, too, before he passed. I passed? Away. Oh, yeah. bummer. Oh, bummer. So, yeah, before acting, though, he was a professional wrestler. He was yep. a boxer. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Turned nice. actor. So. That's yeah, I like, I like his vibe, man. Um, got that look. He's got a good look. Yeah. <laughs> so for a lot of people, and I am, I, I fall into this camp, but not like super hardcore. For a lot of people, seeing humans twist into weird little shapes and do like spider and crab walky things, that's a big like. I don't know. I don't know what the word, trigger. It's a big trigger for a lot of people to <laughs> okay. be like, oh my god. Producer Scott's one of them. Uh, you know what I mean? Where it's just like you just can't get out of your head and people are just like, ooh, ooh, like right. these are such creeps. Right. And I am a fan of that because it's um, it's so simple. But, you know, seeing somebody move in such an unnatural, unhuman way. Yep, I would agree. Yeah. Linda does that. Yeah. She does. Yeah. Yeah, she's scuttling around. It's really cool. I, mean, I, I agree with you. I love it when someone can contort themselves. and Yeah. 
<laughs> twist in a way your yeah. body technically isn't supposed to twist. Gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And a movie we reviewed on the show, Atarados. Oh, yeah. That has one of the best. Oh, yeah. no yeah. spoilers because you won't see yeah. it coming. Going to that one, boy. Going to watch. It's, I mean, similar to like the Exorcist, the crab stairwalk thing. Do you rem- like that. Yes, yeah. Reagan, my girl. Do you guys remember when we reviewed that movie? Which one? Terra Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And we made Caleb watch it alone. <laughs> and Caleb was like, fuck you guys. This movie starts out with like a man like living alone in his apartment. We hear weird sounds. And it was like, oh shit. We should have. No, seriously, if you guys have not watched this movie, like yeah. just. Go watch that it. That movie please. creeps I mean, people out. I love really that movie. Yeah. So if it's much. still on Shutter, like yeah. do yourself a favor. Yeah. It's oh. it is a ride. It's Holy an shit. Argentinian it's, film. Yeah. So good. It's literally. I, mean, I love a good. I'm gonna call it like not a haunted house movie, but in essence, it's you know? an essence of haunted yeah. house. You know, and I. But it's scary. It's, it's right. legitimately and, scary. Yeah. And it's legitimately. Spooky, creepy, yeah. especially unnerving. The kitchen scene with the kid. Holy shit! I love that we so live, much. We live for that. Yes, we live for that little. Love that so much. That little green boy. Check out our episode. Check out the movie. <laughs> Should we be like pointing in the corner like we do? Like, mm, let's like throw it up here. We don't have that technology. Well, we're live, so it's hard. To do. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't do it. Um, the old gods are coming back. I'm excited. Um, I like those little old god Cthulhu looking critters. You like them? Yeah, I yeah. love them. They just needed more of them is a problem. But they weren't here yet. They were coming. They're they coming, but... You can't hurry interdimensional well, travel. They're able to like to push against the door. Yeah. <laughs> but they couldn't open it. Open it. Well, open the door. A they're time. old. He couldn't hold them back anymore is what he said. That's what he claims. Mm-hmm. But... I- Whatever. Do you, I don't know if you can believe anything Sutter Kane says. Maybe that's true. He's kind of full of, kind of full of it. Um, I love the way he kind of rips and pulls himself away like a book. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Totally dug that. Really, I love the sound of it too. That. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> when Sam Neil gets back after he leaves the town, right? Yeah. And he's going to the Hall of Records to try and do some research. Yes. What the hell is up with that lady? Okay, they're both at fault here. <laughs> they're both at fault here. Really? Yes. I think that lady might be a little more. She's a little more at fault because she actually says to him, like, right are you deaf and dumb? Yeah. Are you deaf like, and dumb, sir? Which is like a horrible fucking it's thing like, to damn, say. damn, woman. Yeah. But you know what? He was being really out of line and then he gets all sweaty and all fired up and he's like I want to see our supervisor yeah he goes full Karen on <laughs> I know he's like Karen calm the fuck down and like I kept <laughs> I kept saying it because I thought it was funny and I was using my like Arnold voice like I want to see our supervisor <laughs> well oh, the funny thing is it was such a God, it was a very abrupt cut Yes, right. It was. Like, it was. At one minute, he's talking to little Hayden Christensen on yes. the bike, which little I don't Hayden know if you saw yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Not, but that was that was him. And and then suddenly he's like being called, yeah. you know, deaf and dumb. Um, I like the cuts like that because I find it jarring and unnatural. It's definitely unnatural, because, and and when you're fucking with what is reality and what yes. isn't, yeah, that and he's losing it, time, so. yeah. which is also. Yeah foreshadowed because then Moses tells him like I talked to you months ago mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you laughing at <laughs> I think you guys I think the editor was just like 
Fuck, this sucks. <laughs> he gave me no. nothing to work with. He's like, I'm going to piece together the best I can to make this thing move along. No, it was very you deliberate. Think so? okay. Absol- oh, 100%. I right. think it was very deliberate. Because, again, that's he goes to Moses and he starts to tell him about Linda and he's like, yeah, like you, yeah, you have a book for months. But and you like, cut from the paper boy to this woman saying, I'm sorry, sir. Are you deaf and dumb? Well, that's the, you're just like, well, the line reading and, like, and, and, and assault you. Well, yeah, but I, again, I think it's all, it's all on purpose. It's all deliberate the way that it's supposed to feel jarring and uncomfortable and jumping. Cause it's the same thing when he ends up at that hotel and stuff too. No, I, yeah, it's totally, but all I mean, right. yeah, it's a stupid line. It's also like really ableist and horrible too, but um, but he also shouldn't have said, I want to see a supervisor. I think if someone calls you deaf and dumb, you have yeah. a right to ask. I don't know. I think that he may be. Best Buy, tell Scott. Best Buy? <laughs> don't, don't, drag, don't drag Best Buy into this. Don't besmirch Best Buy. Oh, but yeah. Besmirch Best Buy. Besmirch Best Buy. Anyway, go ahead. Um... Good night, Tommy. Have a good night, Tommy. Oh, good, good night, night Tommy. Tommy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. That's um, okay. That's where we're at. Heston has a great, del- I, I feel like he has a great line delivery when he says something I'm paraphrasing, but to the effect of, you know, you know, cause not everybody reads. So not everybody's going to read the Sutter Kane book. And he's like, well, let's hope so. The movie comes out next month, but he has right. a great line delivery on it. Um, I love it. It's scary. You've missed months of your life. You're so confused. You think you're a fictional character. You kind of are a fictional character, or are you? Because Sutter Kane's like, I'm also like God now. Hi. And it all does appear to be real that he's writing it. But how can that be real? How can that be true? I don't know. I love, I love all of this, and I love, I love Kane too. I thought he was fucking awesome and creepy. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm. I love this. I think stuff. I wanted more. Is the problem like less of Sam Neil, more of Sutter Kane? Yeah. <laughs> Sam Neil in his cowboy boots with his jeans and his oversized sport coat. Oh, the most nineteen ninety four fugly outfit you've yeah. ever seen. Fugly. Yes. Fugly. Yeah. Fugly. You liked it? I want to be him. <laughs> That's like every like that is. That's the dream like, fit. It, it, that's okay, the fit. Hawaiian shirts. That's one side of Scott, oh. and that's the other side of Scott. Like that's what cowboy I want. Boots, jeans and a blazer. I don't know about the cowboy boots. Maybe not the cowboy boots, but jeans and a blazer, like oversized. Wow. Producer, absolutely. Producer wow. Scott. All right. I thought we knew you. Now we know. I like it. Um, it's like Walker Texas Ranger goes to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no. He's actually, like, officiating the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd have to have a hat. It's such a formal uh, You would have to have a hat. Yeah. You're right. That is true. Uh, and do a roundhouse kick. <laughs> kick. <laughs> At the end. Um, so I really, really like the ending of this movie a lot. Um, again, more paraphrasing, but um, Sam Neill telling David Warner, humankind will just be a myth, a bedtime story they tell their children. Um, you know, it's scary to watch the end of your species I, I don't know I love it man I love it I love this whole play on media too on books and movies and that's how they get ya yeah I, I dig this movie I dig it I, I mean I like it. how they get into the 
uh, you know, the, the the plague or whatever it is that's infecting people that's causing It's like them. a mass hysteria. Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not, but again... But that, that reminded me of, like, a, a Day of the Dead type thing, though, too, yeah, with the announcer on the air. And, well, I mean, you could say any disaster yeah. zombie movie, they always do that trope yeah. of them being Everything like, goes back to Day of the Dead, of course. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> but, but, you know, they anyway, always do but that. continue yeah. on, sorry. No, I'm just saying, but I'm... I'm but then it, it it just kind of does, it doesn't explore it really again or not enough time with it you know what I mean yeah you, you end with him in, in the movie theater just laughing at him with his bucket of who popcorn who the fuck started the movie it, there's probably some, the guy who cut out yeah. the nudie scenes <laughs> from well, Siren it's probably somebody that's already been um, converted and he's got a thing of popcorn I know it's, that's why it's great because it's absurd he's walking in there in his little you know in his little jumpsuit outfit and he's sitting down and eating popcorn the person who's showing it is somebody who's already been indoctrinated into the cult and now that's their job is to just keep it just keep, keep indoctrinating yeah um, no I love Haley it Bob to come along Hail Bop, not Hail, Haley Bop. Hail, Hail Bop. Haley uh, is the one Haley. producing. Haley Bop. 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 No, I love, I love Sam Neill's big, ridiculous, goofy smile. I think it's so... It's absurd. I love absurdism. Yep. Um, I have not seen The Possession, but I, of course, have seen Event Horizon, and uh, I love it. I'm picking that movie someday. But it's on yeah, my list. So. No, yeah. Event, yeah. And yeah. we didn't mention it, but yeah, Event Horizon is badass. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a great Sam movie. Neil. I love it. I sure. love hey, it. when he was locked up in the, uh, the padded the cell, cell yeah. if you will, yeah. did you notice the Cola Guard? <laughs> bucket. A bucket. Okay. Well, that was a bucket. A cola guard is just a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I actually wanted to ask uh, Mark Visions Truth wanted to know if you have all seen Possession as well. No, I I haven't, but I would like to see it. Yeah. Okay. That would be that would maybe be a good yeah good, okay. track down. Good one to track down. I'll put my best guy on we'll it. We'll do best the Sam Neil trilogy, like Mark suggests, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and your idea. name is Neil. My name is, although he's, Sam Neill's got two L's after, not just one like me. He this paid extra for, for that extra he's L. Got, he's got the yeah. extra L. It's like guac, it's extra. That's what happens so when you're Possession is a 1981. Okay. God, he was a baby then. Yeah. <laughs> a little fetus. Yeah. A little needle. little Australian fetus. That's true. Huh. All right. Okay. That is In the Mouth of Madness. Some of us really liked it. Some of us... Some of us we're will quite there. We'll get there eventually, or we'll just keep tripping over those two by fours in the streets. There was another scene when they were watching a movie at one point, and there was like a like an ape suit. Yes. With a yes. With a space helmet on. Oh yeah, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that movie is called Robot Monster. Yeah. Robot, yeah. I've never heard of that. One. Yeah. Really? But I had recently oh. heard someone talk about it on a podcast. Oh, that's like, just funny. Mention it yeah. briefly. Synchronicity. And then like the very later that night, they're showing that clip. I thought that was really weird. Synchronicity. That's, that's like just bizarre. That's like a famous like fifty yeah. sci fi okay. thing you'll see. Yeah, you right. you'll look. So I guess I was like a favorite of John Carpenter when he was a kid, oh, which is why really he, he included it in there. Yeah. So that's probably fair probably use. Public domain probably yeah. also. Okay. Fair use, yeah. Cool. cool. Well right. should we play a game? Let's play a game. Shall we play a game? Go Haley, go. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We moved. we moved. So for this game, if you've seen us play this game before, I sit over here, as we were talking about earlier, look at me, 
Oh, Captain now. Um, and these clowns sit on the couch. No, no we're not. Each other. Neil's going to hell, though. <laughs> you're right. Get off of me. You're going to drag me with you. <laughs> you're like drag getting me to your hell. hell on me. Yeah. So. <laughs> drag me to hell Wait, is what, a good What film. level will we go to? The hell of, uh, upside down. No, we'd go all the way down to the bottom where uh, Virgil says, uh, you know, that's back up. <laughs> oh, and then you, you just have to climb if yeah, you all can. All you got to do is climb. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks. In this game, I describe a mythological creature, um, deity, entity, uh, which are typically little different looking than a lot of the critters we see here today. And the, the people on the couch draw it in exactly one minute's time. So that is the game. And you vote in the chat on who, who you think is the best representation. Now you can vote. If you just want to experience the beautiful artistic talents of these three, that's fine too. Because they're all brilliant artists in their own right. I mean, we're not, we're not going to necessarily pay attention to what you vote, unless you vote for me, in which case... Yeah, and it'll be a big deal. Yeah. In, in which case, we will pay very close attention. Yeah. And Spooky Boo is in the chat, by the way, everyone. Hey, Spooky Boo! Okay. And feel free to draw along at home. Okay. And I love mythical creatures and deities and entities and everything like that, so I, I live for this game. Okay. Y'all ready? You don't have to do a poll. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. This is so weird not controlling this. Yes. Haley's okay. doing such a great job. Just you do Yeah, that's why I said go Haley. Go, go, go Haley. Okay. Y'all ready? Ready. Our first contestant is Cthulhu. Ah. Cthulhu from H.P. Lovecraft, uh, famous cosmic entity, humanish body, octopus head, lots of tentacles around the mouth area. Uh, he also has wings and claws. So uh, a description, this is a quote, a monster of vaguely anthropoid outline, but with an octopus-like head whose face was a mass of feelers, a scaly, rubbery-looking body, prodigious claws on hind and forefeet, and a long, narrow wings behind. So he's supposed to resemble kind of a green octopus, a little dragon in there, a little human in there, um, hundreds of meters tall and uh, with webbed arms and legs and the, and the wings, uh, you know, great wings on there. Um, tentacles about the mouth. Very famous. A lot of people love Cthulhu. A lot of people have like tattoos of Cthulhu. And that is time. Okay. Oh, no. All right. We are going to start. That is time. Oh, Caleb. Caleb, don't do this to yourself. Don't play dirty. Don't do that. You're better than that. Make him go first for that. Yeah, Caleb, you're going first. There is Caleb's Cthulhu. Caleb's Cthulhu has Jack Skellington eyes. It has what resembles fangs. I guess those are feelers. He has wings, uh, very big wings, and uh, one, two, three, four, five Five legs. The other three are behind. The other three are in the back. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful interpretation. Neil, let's see your Cthulhu, please. Oh, his Cthulhu is giving the middle finger. He has, I would describe Homer Simpson eyes. He appears to be wearing pants and a belt. Uh, and one, two, three, four, five. Again, five 
visible arms. Or no, are those his tentacles? Those tentacles, yeah. Okay, that's his tentacles. You you decided to not give him wings. I didn't get that far. That's okay. I Maybe they're tucked behind his back. There you go. And he is giving us a middle finger. Uh, Scott, your Cthulhu, please. Oh, his Cthulhu is looking very scary. Um, got sinister V-shaped eyebrows. The arms outstretched in menacing terror. Uh, great feet on your Cthulhu. One foot has toes. The other has a nubbin. Um, and of course the tentacles, <coughs> four tentacles. You're going to have to pay extra. There's another four on the back. Yeah. If you want more of those. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing like a, uh, instead of a Cthulhu mouth. A and he's wearing a tunic, I think in your depiction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, a robe. It's like yeah. a, like a. Mine's got a belt. No. Yeah. Yours has got a nice, um, seventies. Neil's is actually kind of, um, Davy Jones from, uh, yeah. the Caribbean. He is serving Davy Jones. <laughs> Okay, ready? Up next, we have Hippocampus. No, not the part of your brain, but the seahorse creature. Lower body of a fish and the upper body of a horse. This seahorse is often seen in uh, Etruscan mythology. You've seen them in Greek mythology, Pictish, and Roman mythology. Really cool, that synchronicity there, the seahorse. Uh, close cousin to the Capricorn, goatfish. You may, you may know her. Um, depictions of the Greek god of the sea, Poseidon's trivet, uh, chariot, trivet, that's what you put on a stove, chariot being driven by the hippocampus. But if you were curious, the hippocampus is a part of the brain. Uh, that is, uh, humans and other mammals have two hippocampi, one on each side of the brain. The hippocampus is part of the limbic system and plays important roles in the consolidation of information from short-term memory to long-term memory and in spatial memory that enables navigation. Thank you again to Wikipedia for that fact. How are your hippocampuses coming? And it is time. We are, we will need pens down. Not sure what's so funny. I'm not sure what's so funny at all. Scott, let's start with your hippocampus. Neil is crying. Already two designs in, and Neil is crying. <laughs> oh, you included speech on your hippocampus. He says, am I beautiful? Nay. <laughs> Very existential. That's what so, the other horse said in, in response to you. Yeah, he said nay. So I'm seeing one strong leg with a hoof. I'm seeing a paddle-like tail, um, a little bit of a fin, and I would say a canine head. So, looks... Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's have Neil's hippocampus. Neil's hippocampus, again, giving us the middle finger. So his hippocampus is very S-shaped. He has a squinty eye because he's very mad. And he has a little feeler on the top of his head. And um, he's making a duck face with his lips. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful, Neil. Uh, beautifully rendered. Caleb? What do you think? Is it good for the uh, Smithsonian? Can we take it over? Yeah, we to sure Washington? can. All right. Uh, My, Caleb, uh, if you will. Uh -oh. Caleb's mic has come off. I think he's just stalling for the hippocampus. <laughs> he's drawing more. Here, you can. No, I'll do this. You yeah, do your drawing. Okay. Um, Scott's going to hold up Caleb's hippocampus. I just went seahorse. You drew a beautiful seahorse. Um, a long snout, one dark menacing eye, and many frills along his back. 
beautiful job. That's his mane. That's his mane. Yes. And he shampoos with mane and tail. Of course he does. <laughs> he invented it, for God's sake. Very nice. Okay. Are we all ready? So uh, last yeah. time they all ended up crying, but Neil always cries first in the I always cry first. Up next, we have the Namazoo. The Namazoo from Japan. A giant underground catfish that causes earthquakes. Whoa. Yeah, I thought this was so cool. And I'm really sorry on pronunciations. Um, no offense to any Namazoos in, in, in the chat. Um, so something cool that y'all might know about the Namazoo, maybe you know this, maybe you don't, is he became sort of a god um, of like rectifying of rectification um a social justice avenger if you will because the rich hoarded all their wealth and the earthquake shook it loose and kind of redistributed it so he's he's a robin hood figure so maybe that might help you in your renderings to think about that to think about the namazoo catfish very big causes earthquake Redistribution of the wealth. Oh, I forgot about um, the fish part. He would be occupying Wall Street. Uh, he'd say, eat the rich. That is our time. Okay, okay. We're going to need pens down. Pens down, please. Pens, drop the fucking pen. We're going to start with Neil. <laughs> Me again? Yeah. Neil. Oh, I love your catfish. So Neil has actually drawn the Namazoo coming up from the earth. A very menacing stare. If it had fingers, it would be flipping us off. Um, I'm seeing a vampire. I'm seeing a little bit of perhaps a beaver. Um, great whiskers. Great whiskers. And then what's that down at the bottom? Is that two frightened rich people? They said, ah, my wealth, he's coming for my wealth. I didn't assign them class, but that works. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we will have Scott, please. <laughs> this is a catfish who causes earthquakes, so mine's oh my rocking God. out. <laughs> That's a beautiful catfish. He's got his mouth open, he's singing, and he's playing the guitar. There's an amp there. Really nice. Great teeth. Caleb. <laughs> so nice. in my defense, I forgot that you said fish. Oh, okay, 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 that's okay. Oh, so it's mostly cat. So this is a cat that looks like he's up to no good. He's got one menacing back foot, um, and, oh, there's money signs around him. Could you describe what's happening in the tail, please? Um, he's agitated. He's so agitated. he's going like, I'm a cousin earthquake. And his tail, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of majesty uh, in that. But does have a fish tail? Yes, because he is <laughs> he is a catfish. Because you remember it was a fish at the very end. Jesus Christ. I can't keep my mic on. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This. Caleb, you Give had one this. job, and that is to wear your microphone well, I'm... on our show. Can't be done. We shall see. Um, are you guys ready for your next creature? Bring it. Oh, where did my pen go? There it is. Okay. It's currently bleeding out on the couch. I love how some people throw their fu their pictures when he they does it every episode. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what Neil does with Cathartic, his notes. Right? It's really nice. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to get him to go across the room. I know it's hard. Are y'all ready? It's a skill. Yes. For the questing beast from Arthurian legend, we have a serpent head and neck, a leopard body, 
lion haunches and feet of a red male deer, a.k.a. a heart. Serpent head and neck, leopard body, lion haunches, feet of a red male deer. Um, I am a huge fan of Arthurian lore and legends and so many different interpretations of it. Um, Huge nerd for that. So I had always heard about King Pelinor going after the questing beast. Um, he famously hunted it, but to no avail. He never caught it. Um, but the, the questing beast appears in other versions. Fun fact, my sister and I have a plan to adopt two pugs, rescue pugs. We will adopt a brindle, which we will call King Pelinor, and a black one, which will be named Questing Beast. Fun fact for people at home. All right, so this is an, this is an old legend the questing beast and that is time pens down we are going to start today with caleb's questing beast Ooh, nice he's got his arm raised uh ready for attack got his little snake tongue out i note the leopard spots beautiful hooves on the back and if those aren't lion haunches i don't know what is (laughs) um neil let's have your questing beast Oh, very sinister questing beast. He actually has a lot of um, thing energy from John Carpenter's The Thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> big, film. You did two big spots, multiple feet, multiple <laughs> deer hooves. Um, you just couldn't decide on the legs. <laughs> no. And uh, big, big two furs. In short, your questing beast needs Jesus. <laughs> uh, next up is Scott's questing beast. In my defense, I started drawing this before you actually described the questing beast. Well, that, that was user error. Yes. So it is hiding. Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? I'm the questing beast. So yes, he's in a little chest. You can just see the snout and two eyes. Um, that's very creative. That's very creative. It's right. something. It. Some people might say it's no. cheating. You know what? Each artist is their own is their own god. Are Oops, we, indeed. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Sirens. Sirens. <laughs> um, creature with a body of a bird, chest and body of a bird, and the head of a woman. Um Sirens pop up in a lot of different mythology. Greek, I think, was the first, but I could be wrong. And then Russian mythology also had sirens. And I read somewhere that they adapted it from the Greek. Usually an owl body. If that helps, it's usually an owl body. Um, Sometimes the siren wears a little crown. Perhaps you'd like your siren to wear a crown. Um, I think they're known to be good singers, but it's really just to lure you to your demise. Haley, do you like sirens? Do you know sirens? You like sirens. Yeah. Would you give yours little bird feet? Yeah, little bird feet, maybe little webbed feet or little grippy feet. Sirens. So I'm looking out. Scott can barely hold his pen. He is laughing so hard his face is red. Scott somehow lost his shoes. He lost his Crocs along the way. And that is time. Pens down. Because Scott cannot contain himself, why don't we start with you? <laughs> with who? Scott? Scott. Scott, we will need to see your siren. <laughs> okay. 
Beautiful, beautiful siren. So you opted for more of, I would say, maybe a chicken or a duck body. Uh, oversized feet, which would probably be really practical for gripping rocks. Um, and a very comely face, if I do say so myself. And a ponytail, because she's a hardworking girl and she wants her hair out of her eyes. Good job, Scott. Thank you. Uh, Neil. Very nice, very nice. Your siren, please. I get extra excited, too. Oh, you did, too. That's, or is that the same siren, but different angles? No, it's, it's, yeah, it's like an 80s school photo. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, where it's like the little blurry version. So straight on, your siren is um, wearing a dress of some sort, um, has proportionately very big breasts. Um <laughs> A little smart bob haircut because she's a sassy girl. And then in the side profile, you really see the menace <laughs> of the siren. Teeth are bared, eyes squinted shut, uh, hump on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's a hunchback. Yeah, why not? All right. Intended. Good job, Caleb. Sorry, I should have drawn this bigger, but... Okay. No, that's very nice. So Caleb has included his siren singing. Uh, Lovely, poofy hairstyle. Very, I don't know, it's very something. Um, No arms for this one. No arms, no wings. You get a round body and and a nice tail and three grippy little feet. But you get no arms and no wings. Toes, yeah. Well done. Well done. All right, guys. What else you got? You're These drawings what? will all be available on our Patreon. Yeah, they absolutely will. Um, our OnlyFans. People are loving your work and the comments. Um, somebody commented, uh, looks like a sea monkey for one of the past ones. <laughs> Did he eat a fish and not chew? Um, <laughs> Angry-looking Cthulhu. These are all very keen observations. <laughs> all right. Up next, we have the Mappenguari. The Mappenguari, an ape-like giant sloth from Brazilian uh, mythology. Maybe a cyclops? Hairy? Often has a gaping mouth on its tummy. Gaping mouth on the tummy. Ape-like sloth. Maybe a cyclops, very hairy. Again, the Mapanguari hails from uh, Brazilian mythology, South American folklore. A lot of people love sloths. Sloth is also a character from the Goonies. <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Yeah, you just kind of have a little bit of a Bigfoot thing going on. I'd be very interested to see which of our artists depict the Mapanguari with the Cyclops eye and who decides to actually give him multiple eyes. Will they have two mouths, one on their face and one on their stomach? Or tummy is the technical term. I'm hearing a lot of pen scratching, a lot of it. I like Scott's technique. He's brought his clipboard up close to his face. And that is time. Neil? Yes. first. Oh, me? Oh, you? <laughs> oh, very nice. I'm not surprised at all that you gave him Freddy Krueger claws. You <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, those are sloth claws. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can see a little bit of a bulge in his pelvic region uh, right below the gaping mouth. You did do the mouth tummy. You also did a smile 
on his face. And you did go with two eyes. Why two eyes? I forgot that you said that. <laughs> Same. Um, I heard the mouth in the middle of the Like, after that, it was just all noise. Um, I look at your Mapaguari and I see, I see the pale man. Um, little bit of hair. Yeah, no, he's really good. Let's have Scott's. So, uh... One of the eyes is fake. Oh, that's a fake eye. Um, so, very cute little face. You did include the tummy uh, mouth, and it's just rar. Rar, yeah. So, could you explain the billowy limbs? It's a it's a sloth. They have those long limbs with, I will note, three toes. Three. Sloth. Count them three. Beautiful. Caleb. Oh, that's very sexual. That's very <laughs> sexual. Um, so, I like that yours appears to be wearing a mask, or is that ha- that's hair? That's hair. Sure. Um, he's got menacing eyes, two eyes. Again, none of our artists chose to go with one eye, um, tummy, mouth, and is that a tail back there? No, just a pen drag. Okay, just a pen drag. <laughs> and I really like his hands and his pose. Very good job, Caleb. Nice job. All right. Yes. Mouth in the tummy gives total recall flashbacks. <laughs> yes. Absolutely and that hard. is, I would agree. Uh, Caleb's is, you know, it has a little bit of a power stance going on. Ooh. Which is what I intended as the artist. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. Are you guys ready for your next piece? We are nearing Oy kind noy. of the end. Okay. Kind of. So I want you to I want you to dig deep. I want you to really channel the creature. I want you to put your essence into the pen. Put your pen to the paper or your nose. It is time for the Pugwudgie. The Pugwudgie is a human-like entity, very small, two to three feet tall, looks like a porcupine from the back. And looks like a half-human, half-troll from the front. So lots of... Wait, say this again? <laughs> this is the Pugwudgie. He is small, two to three feet tall. Looks like a porcupine Porcupine from the back. Half-human, half-troll from the front. Half-human, half-troll. The Pugwudgie is Native American. Um, he is part of the Wampanoag tribe's lore. People are still reportedly seeing the Pugwudgie to this day. Um, their notable locations are Delaware and Prince Edward Island. Um, they will shoot you with poison arrows. They will shoot you with poison arrows. You might choose to put a poison arrow in your piece today. Pugwudgie is a cute sounding name, but it's not cute. And I'm sure that the people who have seen Pugwudgies today are probably like, damn you, that thing was frightening. Pens down, please. Who hasn't started in a while? Caleb hasn't started in a while. Caleb, go. Oh, it's a tiny Pugwudgie. So you depicted your Pugwudgie. Oh, see, you can see that the Pugwudgie is only measuring three feet tall <laughs> based on the uh, the ruler right next to it. So I see the spikes, the porcupine quills. Oh, there's this arrow. There's a Pugwudgie arrow. Yeah, interesting um, that you chose to make it walk on all fours. 
Oh, I yeah. forgot. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's very beautiful. Good job. Sorry. Uh, Scott, Pugwitchy. Oh, very nice Pugwudgie. So Scott has a very serious look on its face. Beautiful porcupine quills. He is armed and he is dangerous. I love the serious face, the oversized ears. And it does appear that your Pugwudgie is doing a little pointed toe, slightly outturned foot. (laughs) Very nice. Large ears and a wart on the top because he's a he's a troll. Oh, that's a wart. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, I like what you've done here today. Your pugwudgie is a super pugwudgie. You can tell by the S on his face, and it looks like he borrowed an earlier character's pants and belt. Your pugwudgie is also shoed, shod. <laughs> Dude, yeah, very yeah. Good. Uh, beautiful. He's Cobbled. He's, he's cobbled, not hobbled. Beautiful, beautiful quills. Um, I'm seeing the eye. That eye stares into my soul. I feel like if I move around the room, that eye is going to follow me. Yep. Uh, and that's a runny nose? Yeah. He's sick. He's sick. He is sick. He is ill. Uh, um, Mark, Mark Vision's truth. Sandra's commentary is great. Oh, yeah. you're all too kind. Well, you know what? I think that these these participants on the couch are great because it is not easy to be vulnerable with your art. No, it's, it's also not easy describing what we're doing with our art. So, good job. Bless you. Okay, are we ready? Like <laughs> no, that guy rocks. Yeah, I like that one. That could okay. go on a shirt. Oh, my <laughs> So this one's a really hard one to pronounce. I'm so sorry. This is the Naguru Vilu. Naguru Vilu. He has a fox head, a snake body, and claws. I will say that again. Fox head, head, snake body, claws. You will find this creature by water, by waterbeds. The Naguru Vilu. He hails from the indigenous peoples of Chile, the Mapuche mythology. So you might be wondering why they're near water. They cause whirlpools that kill people trying to cross that body of water. They trick you into thinking the water is shallow, and that's how they get you. Now, if you do have a Naguru Vilu problem in your area... It can be rectified if you have a shaman who is properly trained. They can capture the creature and they basically threaten it with a knife and tell it to kick rocks. Um, yeah, I love foxes. Who doesn't love foxes? And I love snakes. Those are two of my favorite animals. Give it claws. Put it in the water. You don't stand a goddamn chance. Put down your pens, please. <laughs> Scott, do you have something you want to share with the class? Oh, very nice. Uh, looking very nice. So your your guy is kind of in repose, um, I would say. Uh, very stoic face, lovely tufts of hair, very fox-like on the ears. And those are scales? Those are scales. Really nice. Caleb. <laughs> Oh, you have put yours in the water. Uh, bulbous nose. 
Uh, oh, is that a rattletail? Yeah. Like a rattlesnake? Yeah. Nice. Uh, beautiful gleaming eye. And he is in the water. He is about to do a whirlpool. Just about to. Yeah. About to. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like ready. how his mouth is closed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Neil? <clears throat> Ooh. He's got a snout on him. So, uh, classic Neil. So he's going to hell. Yeah, he's going to hell. Classic Neil, it's got like three little pieces of hair, as all his creatures do. Now, this is very interesting. Neil also put a rattle on his tail. He did. Did you see Caleb's and copy it? did not. No, this was this was no. just... I only had a minute. I'm no laser focused. And then, um, I like his whole, his mouth is open. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good job, Neil. Thank you. Scott? Do we have yours already? Yeah. I already forgot about it. Can I see it again? Wow. There that it is. forgettable. It's got a little claws. Very nice and for a digging. a fox face. That is definitely a fox face. What does a fox say? What does it say? <laughs> All right. How many left? Two left? Yes. Three. Three left. Two left. I do two left. Not, yeah, I do not have three pieces of paper, so we have two left. <laughs> no, we have two left. <laughs> we do. Make them count, guys. Okay, what are we going to do? We're going to make this art count. Your art is speaking to the people, and we need we need them to feel this. Next up, we have the Tihuha Gua. <laughs> this creature... That sounds dirty. It is not. <laughs> it sounds like something you say in replace of something else. No. So this guy place. has... Are you ready? Yeah. He has a lizard body... Seven heads. Heads or hens? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I need to look at... Okay. Seven dog heads. Whoa. Lizard body. Seven dog... I'm giving you a little more. Lizard body. Seven dog heads. Eyes that shoot motherfucking fire. Jesus. Shiny skin. Shiny skin. Seven dog heads. The Tihuhagua. Lizard body, seven heads. Eyes that shoot fire. Shiny skin. He is considered lord of caves and protector of fruit. When not eating fruit, his favorite food is honey. That might be something you want to add as an afterthought. Fruit, caves, honey. This is drawing fucking seven heads. I know. Add honey. Caves and honey. Uh, the Guarani people in the south central part of South America tell us about this creature, the Tehuha. <laughs> we will need seven heads in order for this piece to be considered. We will not accept six heads. We will not accept eight heads. We will not accept cat heads. We are absolutely going to need dog heads. Lizard body. Eyes that shoot fire. You could hear a pin drop in this room. That's how dialed in our artists are today. Pens down, please. I've given you ample time. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Caleb okay. has to go last. Cal- okay, Caleb's Caleb last. Caleb has to go last because okay. that is dope. Neil, why don't you go first? Caleb did it. Oh, okay. What you got there? Oh, nice. So that is a very lizardy body, multiple feet, 
Uh, the Four. dog heads are very cute. They kind of look like beagles. I would say a beagle. And then, you know what's funny is in your notes, you drew that little dog today. Yep. And this is like, how did he know? How did he know? And that is the fire? Yes. They are very precious. And we're going to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dog heads. Yep. Well done. Well done, sir. Thank you. Scott. Oh, sparkle. Very Edward Cullen of you. So we see the lizard body. Um, oh, and those are little pieces of majesty, little sparkles on his body. He's so shiny. Shiny I like, body. I like your dogs, but they kind of remind me of mice. Um, I'm well, seeing... Well, that's just like your opinion. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven heads. And I sit shoot fire. Fucking laser beams. Fucking laser beams. Laser Laser beams. beams. You had me at laser beams. Honestly, you should have led with laser beams. I should. I mean, fire, laser beam, it's interpretive. And then let's see Caleb's. This is very highly anticipated. Ooh, nice. Okay. So one thing that's kind of cool about Caleb's is his dogs look nearly identical till you get to the last one. So. (laughs) How do you know it's not the first one? So I think you either improved as you went or you did not. Part of what's cool about that dog head that doesn't look like the others is that it also kind of looks like a balloon because it just has like a squiggle. Um, Really nice fire. I mean, I would say an inferno coming from the eyes and you did not neglect the lizard's body. Very Very nice. nice. That fire is special. I love that fire. fire. Yeah, fire is fire. So Fire we come to deal. the end of our game. We have one more crying oh left. I'm really proud of what we've done here tonight. <laughs> um, I say we end on a high note. Okay, Let's do it. All right. This is the boulette. Simply put, the boulette is a land shark. Maybe a cross between a snapping turtle and armadillo with infusions of demon ichor. A sharky head, claws, scaly body of thick, large plates. Sharky head, claws, scaly plated body. Think snapping turtle. Think armadillo with demon thrown in for good measure. Giving them a little extra time on this one, too. Because it is the last piece. Now, you might be thinking, Sandra, I've never heard of a bullet. Where did you find such a creature? And I will tell you where I found such a creature. Dungeons and Dragons. This is a D&D monster. So what does this creature do? How does it get you in your adventuring party? They burrow beneath the soil and then pop out at their prey. The ultimate jump scare. I would imagine that the claws help dig into the earth for them to do that burrowing and attack. I didn't mention this, but I'm actually kind of hoping that one of our artists today perhaps draws the bullet as an infant, as a neonate, perhaps to show a vulnerable side of this misunderstood creature. Land shark. It's a land shark. It's a land shark. Snapping turtles are fucking cool. I love armadillos, too. Scott seems very satisfied. Pens are down. We're going to lay it all out on the line. It's 
for all the marbles. This is for all the marbles. Um, Caleb? Oh. Could you read what's in the little bubble? It says, wah! Oh, because it's, it's a baby. So you went hard shark. You went hard shark with the most adorable little feet I've ever seen. And then what's in front of him? That's the beginning of water. That's the beginning of one. <laughs> because he's on land. Well, and you know what? It's kind of like shark month, shark week, sharknado, land shark. Thank you. Caleb, you you understood the assignment. Neil? Oh, the ultimate fuck you. So this includes all of Neil's signatures. We get one. We get two middle fingers. We get a lovely tail. We get colossal feet. The signature Neil eye. And also the three sprigs of hair. Um... I feel like he's even saying, like, which is a very, like, Neil sound to make. And God, he's big. I wouldn't want to meet that guy in a dark alley. Well, Daniel, that might, this might be your magnum opus. This is it. Scott? This is your mouth of, in the mouth of madness. Oh, my God. Your bullet is filled with existential dread. He is clearly crying an emotional land shark. I don't belong here, he says. I don't belong here. <laughs> um, I like that his fins are stretched out as if searching for an embrace. <laughs> it's interesting that you chose to not depict him with his claws. And I want to say he's wearing jorts. Jorts. <laughs> Just his stubby little legs. Just his stubby, Just his stubby little, little legs. legs. Uh, I'd go with the jorts. Could you hold that up one more time? <laughs> I really want people at home to pause and look into the eyes of this creature. They're dead eyes. Yeah. It reminds me of Creep. You have dead eyes, yeah. Like yeah. This movie, Laura Puffs, said Scott needs a hug, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scott was kind of maybe repressing something and bringing it out for his art today. Oh, and also high space face. High space face. High space, space face is a really good artist, yeah. so mm -hmm. this was probably painful to watch. Probably. But you guys did a great job. I cannot draw, and I think you all do a really, really good job. And one of these days, perhaps the turntable shall turn, <laughs> and I shall be on the couch drawing. Maybe, yeah. But that day is not today. Not yet, but... Thank you, Sandra, for not today. Couch. Given us seriously, we should we're gonna we should put these on Instagram and have people vote for what they want on a shirt, <laughs> and okay. like the top two get made into a shirt. Because the shirt will cost there is some dollars gold in this pile. There is some gold in this pile. I, mean, I can already tell you that I want a double flipping <laughs> shirt <laughs> on my shirt. Uh, yeah, let's shirt. hear it. Let's have a round of applause let's for our, our artists. And for Sandra. And, and for Sandra. Our commentator. Yep. Very good job. I have no potato. idea where the captain of the Sharpie went, so it's dead. That's cool. That was only my favorite Sharpie, but it's fine. Uh, well. There we have it, everyone. Oh, good Join job. Join us next time on The Cult Show when we will be having a fireside chat. That's right. So for you in the chat, please get questions ready for us because we're going to answer your questions. Probably. It, probably. Probably. In addition to I answer mean, some of our own, the, the, the appropriate ones anyway. But right. Yeah. Yeah. And we will uh, we'll be bringing up a few topics of discussion. Yep. 
and we'll be having a little fun and games. We will. Yeah. And no movie. No, we're going to talk about all sorts of things, yeah. including movies. There you go. You might have seen us before. We've done fireside chats. It's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. We're bringing them back by popular demand. There you go. All right. So other than that, two weeks from today, correct? Two weeks. Two weeks, Mindy. Seven o'clock Pacific <laughs> time. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, nothing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, bye. Roll it. Oh, no, no. Roll it first. <laughs> credits. Yay, credits. Thanks, Haley. Uh, we like credits. Bye, everybody. It's nice when someone actually tells you to start credits. That's true. Good job, Haley. Thank you, the Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. We get two middle fingers.